Good day, everyone. My name is Angel Dialwis. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access. Full details of our business management courses can be found in ultimateaccess.net. Good day to you all. It's great to have you guys here. I've got with me Arvind Vogante uh, here from IDS, the Vice President of IDS. Great to have you, Arvind, once again, all the way from India. And uh, today we are exploring some interesting aspects because we are looking at an academic paper, isn't it, Darwin? Very new to you. Uh, yeah, got you involved in the academic papers as well. And we are discussing an interesting academic paper by um, Zhang, D. Zhang, Value Reconstruction and Path Innovation of Blockchain Technology for the Development of Higher Education. My goodness, it is a, a very, very long uh title but in that title Arvin there was something really interesting and I wanted to talk to you more about it because uh, Zang talks about there are three technical pillars in the field of in the field of technology that is blockchain and AI as well as big data coming together to kind of change our whole world and uh, Zhang goes on to say that blockchain may be the internet in 10 years. I really like to get your uh, views on this paper and this particular statement, Darwin. Sure, definitely. See, as we all know, we are in industry 4.0 and web 3.0, right? So in that context, there are three or four ABCDs uh, of industry 4.0 as i usually say ai blockchain cloud and digital twin and indeed because digital twins create huge volumes of data we saw the era of big data happening sometime in 2000 uh, say 10 to 15 right now coming to ai blockchain and big data why are they very interesting because they are bringing a shift in the paradigm of IT systems or the IT governance. Now, while big data is all about uh, kind of managing to access huge volumes of data and make some sense out of it, right? And to make more sense out of it, we need AI, right? And of course, to make value out of it, we need blockchain. So all these are layers of the new era internet. And I think that's why he quoted uh, uh, that is next internet. That's right. Because today, as we all know, we've got huge numbers of huge amount of data, to be honest. Yes. Indeed. And how are we to know what is true, what is false? And we've seen lots of false information things going around so that that is a huge problem isn't it and that's the that's the space where blockchain comes in to validate verify etc can you elaborate a little bit on that arvin yeah uh, see coming to ai though it has i mean it has gained a very good uh, moment of critical adoption with chat gpt the large language models and all one of the pitfalls of uh, AI is its governance because 
you might have seen a, a documentary coded by us uh, on netflix right so where an mit professor was highlighting the flaws of the facial recognition technology because it has biases encoded in it and biases and discrimination perpetuated by biased data sets which gets feeded into a, an ai system can give or can enforce or amplify the biases and discrimination at scale right and which is very dangerous right because human mind uh, typically has multiple biases to deal with and now we are adding one more technology to amplify it so i think in that context definitely blockchain has an amazing capability of distributed governance right where consensus driven decision making can be possible and consensus driven data sets so you can take consensus from multiple stakeholders and unless until they have certain uh, uh, inputs or common agreement to it the biases can't go because biases tend towards zero or flat if there are multiple people with different backgrounds and different perspectives come in and second important challenge with ai is already a government uh, i don't remember the government but uh, one of the governments already uh, penalized chat gpt for using uh, data without their permission so i think privacy and accountability in terms of data access is challenge with ai and i think blockchain the beauty of blockchain is the end consumer can own their data and choose to be shared for applications to be used so indeed blockchain will bring a layer of value by giving an ability to the users or owners of the data to monetize their data and share their data to these service providers of llms so that way i think all the data which is lying on the internet suddenly becomes activated and there is a value coming out of it and that will take the world of economy the digital economy or virtual economy to next level i want to ask you a question around that governance aspect uh, arvind because that's something very close to my heart and coming from accounting finance background of course governance plays a very strong role so can you give some examples of what you mentioned about the governance and uh, different parties uh, coming in to govern the network some practical examples okay see now uh, if you carefully observe uh, blockchain compared to other it applications or it governance models there are basically at a network level or a back end of an it system level there are three topologies centralized distributed and decentralized today if you carefully observe the chat gpt right so it is owned by open ai the organization and now it is acquired by microsoft now microsoft can tune chat gpt okay such a way that they get most benefited right so so i think if if and and understand see ai is intelligence artificial intelligence right obviously now any intelligence is something 
which is a collective effort of everyone who is contributing to it and you can't just put the power of governing it in one organization's hand right and that can definitely drive uh, monopolies and other uh, uh, way of using it right it, it won't be benefiting the humanity as a whole or in a holistic way so in that context what blockchain is is basically multiple stakeholders maintain the infrastructure which is which is powering that tool right and second there can be certain levels of curation of what data is going in and all the stakeholders can participate and uh, uh, feed the data in from their systems right and the future is all about prompt engineering right now people are talking about prompt engineering now the way you prompt or the way you ask the questions to an ai will decide the way it responds and and takes its decision by the way we train a kid right but if and it is our responsibility as a humanity uh, to to govern this kid tech kid or a tool right to be used in an effective way yeah because blockchain has multiple stakeholders owning it nothing can happen uh, without uh, consensus that's right and yeah. uh, this brings uh, me to quote another film a movie social dilemma i guess you've seen it uh, uh, arvin yes. uh, that's yes. yes. on netflix again it's yes. uh, what social media taking that information from all of us the yes. influence that it brings in to different type different people and yes. i think uh, the same way the chat gpt the founder said something similar isn't it arvin yes yes indeed yes indeed so recently when he was called uh, by the senator right so he himself said okay i mean we don't know how this is going to evolve unless until it is regulated uh, he wonders that it, something uh, completely unanticipated can happen right so so now technology has gone to a level right where it can't be governed by the creators who create it right so so then i think we can't put the governance in the hands of people or organizations it should be more protocol driven consensus driven i think that is where the blockchain comes because blockchain has again a protocol which has certain principles hard coded into it and anything happening on that infrastructure govern is governed by those principles so if such principles can be embedded into uh, the govern i mean the it governance i think that is where there is more value right and bringing you back to the paper the academic paper by zeng yes. uh, one of the three things zeng emphasized was that value reconstruction and uh, zeng emphasizes these three areas one is college student credit investigation management that i think you have a lot to say about that one we'll go to the other two but yes. student credit investigation management i think this is where he says we can use blockchain for this yes indeed see because uh, uh, if you look at credentials right that has become one of the most faked uh, aspect especially fake university certificates right and uh, even fake experience letters 
and and there is lot of uh, hassle around uh, filtering all the potential candidates and making sure there is a background verification check so it costs millions of dollars every year to the companies or to the corporates to get that done but the beauty of blockchain is it has this capability called tamper proof records data immutability so that means once you once the university issues an academic credential on a blockchain right so there is a time stamp and metadata of the certificate hashed okay so that no one can tamper proof it even the insider that means even a university insiders can't issue a backdated certificate or uh, involve in certain uh, misleading things and external people also can't because every certificate will have a qr code which can be scanned and quickly uh, the the certificate opens up and the recruiter can quickly verify whether both the copies are correct or not so i think that capability is what uh, blockchain brings on table which is must i mean which is need of the hour just take linkedin right see recently we started hiring couple of uh, people for our org one of the biggest challenges whatever they put on linkedin you can't really uh, validate it no no right yeah you can't validate it upfront and and you need to just trust that okay whatever they have put is uh, it is at least legitimate and only when we do the background verification check they fail in certain uh, aspects which they mention and it's a hassle for us obviously yes so the second one uh, zang mentions is digital education resource service supply mode this is another thing that blockchain gives as a, a positive right so the first thing is that validation the next thing is that education resource service supply mode what can you tell about that arvind so see basically uh, if you look at uh, like in india uh, we are working with ministry of education aict building this uh, bharat i mean national wide educational consortium network by name bharat blockchain network and what we are doing is all the stakeholders of academia maintain nodes in this permissioned blockchain network okay and they manage their data now say for example if you carefully observe edu as a sector has lots of services right one edtech there is lot of private organizations who are creating content but can they monetize the content and reach out to all education players just by plugging in today it's impossible today every organization who wants to work with academia need to go to every university or every academic institution make an mou understand their requirements and then push it right but can we create a marketplace on top of that blockchain network where you plug in and you are automatically in with all the stakeholders ready to serve it outright so i think such level of consolidated efforts because there is duplication of efforts by every stakeholder to serve academia yeah and i right. guess that's where the third point zang mentions collaborative development mode of public service platform right so that's yes. exactly it isn't it correct correct now another interesting use case to in that lines is so you have a network right 
now say a student is transferring from like say his undergrad from one university to post grad to other university now again for that the for the transfer of that student again there is a lot of hassle right but now with blockchain has this concept called smart contract where the sending university the receiving university and the regulator right can give a consensus just based on the the validation of the credential that's it right whether he has a valid credential and an exam whatever entrance so all those credentials are issued on the same network and those transaction become a reference for the smart contract to initiate the transfer and do it and and you are actually times you are you also have time stamp of when he studied when he got transferred right now just imagine public service in the sense say an employer wants to hire that student right once he is out now from school age to undergrad then to post grad the whole journey is captured on blockchain immutably right that is one of the amazing public service uh, which this network can serve right and i guess this is was something that polyversity is championing am i right yes yes indeed yeah so we are also uh, building uh, an educational metaverse by name polyversity so the name itself says polyversity right poly multiple universities so you might have seen decentraland sandbox which is a virtual real estate where you have multiple pieces of land parcels on which people build their uh, buildings and offices now we are creating a metaverse for edu space where we have uh, a land landscape and a land parcels of 4 acres digital 4 acres okay and universities are building their campuses there and we expect i think very soon in next quarter uh, we are expecting at least uh, uh, 40 40 plus at least 40 plus universities opening their campuses and around 100000 uh, plus students accessing those campuses and collaborating right today say for example you are you are, assume i am coming from a university one university and you are coming from other university right but how do we know that yes we are we are actually coming from those universities right so we are adding a decentralized identity layer an identity layer which is verifiable any, by anyone before they actually interact and start collaborating with on a project right so very recently unfortunately you know this iim iit tags craze in india right especially nice. so very recently there is a startup founders co-founders right and one of the co-founder claims that he is from iim but actually he is not and it's only after an year or year and of uh, that came out <laughs> now what happens to that startup right and what happens to the credibility of it and this came out only when they went on to raise funds right Thank it you. is the vcs who do he did who did that verification or validation and found this so till so then I, there was nothing and nobody knew about it so I, anyone can say anything and that goes right so yeah so on polyversity we are creating an innovation hub a, a an avenue where uh, students or faculty or industry right they can come together they can do pitches and there is a verifiable identity already in place so okay. there is no sense of doubt see just imagine in any business right 
the moment trust comes in that moment transparency comes in what happens business flourishes of course there's adoption isn't it people want and today, to be yeah. part of it right yeah today at least we took at least two years like two to end of years interacting continuously and now we have a good element of trust right and and like with all other stakeholders whom we work with it takes an year two years three years to build that trust and the kind of comfort right but but that can bring down that can be brought down i mean the time of element because i can now track trace what is the kind of work you have done in past and is it resonating with what i am doing and is there any synergy right if the collaborations can have can happen faster the way uh, business happens also goes faster right so i think everything gets aligned uh, by having this layer of blockchain underlying thank you arvin that was a great uh, synopsis of this academic paper with uh, some real life examples as well hope to have you again very soon and yeah, yeah. Uh, all to our listeners thanks for listening and stay tuned we're going to come up with a lot of academic papers real life examples from different parts of the world and hope you will have a very interesting journey listening to us as well thank you i hope you found this session useful this podcast is brought to you by ultimate access and i'm your host andrew dialvis thank you